everybody. Ray Bram here. Welcome to the podcast that will help you increase the income and influence of your book beyond royalties. Book Profit Secrets with Ray Bram starts now. One of the very first uh, courses I bought and books I read and things that I, uh, you know, concepts that I learned was uh, Jeff Walker's product launch formula. And I have to say, it's one of the foundations of everything you do. You'll, you'll recognize it when it, if you ever are affiliate of a big launch, it's almost always, you know, he, what he teaches in his, his flagship book and course or what he's done on his most recent launch pre-launch content. So there's three training videos, all this, uh, this, one of the most proven ways to launch, you know, a course or a product or a service, you know, on the internet today. And it's been, it's been around for a long time. And I grew up there, I, I should say, gr- yeah, I grew up there in my digital life as, you know, an apprentice of him and all the people in his groups and spent three years, I think, in, in his launch club mastermind group, which is, is, is incredible. I've got a lot of lifelong friends from there. A lot of them you'll, you've seen on my summits. And it, you know, it's a great way to network is being in mastermind groups and so forth and to work out with, work with, you know, learn who you might partner with and things. It's a great way to meet people. But what I want to talk about today is because that's, I've done, I've used his formula. I've, you know, I love his practice and and what he's doing with basically what if you're going to launch a product this is the minimalist description but basically you're going to have an open cart week where your your products for sale but prior to that you're going to have three separate training sessions called PLCs pre-launch content that they that basically you're teaching some you know some just golden nuggets to people getting them interested in learning more. And then the people that after those three trainings that want to learn more, want to take it further, they're going to be interested in your product. And the goal of those those pre the pre-launch content is one to show that you know what you're doing, but two to introduce you to people and build up that credibility, that authority. And you do that by, you know, sometimes you're sharing testimonials, there's some emails in between, there's all kinds of mechanics behind this. And I don't want to say I found a better way, but I kind of think I do. <laughs> I mean, and it's not unknown to anybody who's hosted a virtual summit. It's the, you know, if those goal of those things before you launch your product, whatever it is, is to build rapport, teach, give free content, get an audience together that's hot on this topic that might want to buy your product afterwards and get the right audience together, get the right partners promoting there. Virtual Summit does the same thing and it's a little bit, I would argue it's a little more concentrated. Now, I wouldn't not do product launches. I've done them and I still will do them. But my, I stumbled on this with my very first virtual summit. And that was, if, if you've heard my episode on virtual summits and why you should do virtual summit, you, probably, you might've heard this story. It's always worth repeating stories so people hear it. But my first virtual summit, I had no idea other than I thought it was an authority piece. I thought it was a way to build authority. I had no idea there's an income side. I had no idea the power it gives you right after the summit to do something else. And so really, when I'm planning a virtual summit and I talk to anybody, it's always that thing you're going to launch next. What is that? And it can be an existing mastermind, coaching, a course, whatever that is, You there's almost nothing better you can do to launch that than host a virtual summit the week before. Or, you know, if it's too much stuff, maybe it's too, maybe you give them a week break in between and it's, and it's uh, two weeks out. But typically what you would do, so what I did, and this is just by default, by accident, is I finished that very first summit. We made, for me, great money at the time, especially because I was in 
know, financial hardship prior to that first summit. And the day after the summit was done and I was exhausted and I woke up and said, yeah, but gosh, it just seems like I've just got this sixth sense that my authority is in an all-time high. And so I took a product, an anthology product that I had run by my audience 45 days earlier. And I'm like, this seems risky, but I don't really want to sell some $50 thing. I'm going to, I'm just going to go for it because I think everybody thinks I'm, you know, I'm credible or I've got some authority now from interviewing all, you know, I had Stu McLaren on there, Matt McWilliams, Rob Kosberg, just this list, Nick Stevenson, Lincoln Rutkowska, Cat Wanders, Derek Depker, Paul Brody. I mean, I had a, a amazing, I, I couldn't, Daniel Hall, I couldn't believe all the people I got to interview. Cloris Kiley, they keep popping in my head as I'm talking. But the point is, I said, well, let's just try it. What the heck? I mean, if I sell zero, it's the same as if I just don't do it. So I took the emails I'd run, and this was just an email launch. This is how powerful a virtual summit is, because I didn't do anything fancy. I didn't do any live streams or any of that. I mean, we just, they saw my face on this summit, four or five interviews a day for five days. And then the weekend, there was an encore. I mean, so... I'm either credible or I'm not at that point. Looking back, I didn't think of this at the time. I just, looking back now, it's like, uh, you know, I'm just going to, I, I, all I've got the energy to do is plug these emails in that I ran 45 days ago to my existing list. Now I added at the, that first summit, I added like 3000 people, I think to my list. And I just ran those emails again. And basically it was just a, a daily email that said, Hey, have you ever thought about this? And this is why joining an anthology is good. You can join mine. It's a thousand dollars. I, pulled together, well, I had pulled this together 45 days earlier. So I had the cover I had, you know, but it was just, it had been a concept earlier. Um, and, and, and that's an important point. It doesn't have to be a finished product. And we'll talk about that in a second. But I reran those emails and I did, did $19,000 in like six days. Now that to you, you, John or Jane Q listener, you know, that might be a lot or it might be a little or it might be just right. I don't know. But for me, that was amazing. I had sold $3,000 worth 45 days earlier and turn around and had a huge summit and then did 19000 the week after. I said, oh my G, OMG, this is, this is something. And that's what changed me. That's when I said, I, I'm going to pursue helping other people, helping especially authors but or entrepreneurs get their summits done because it's just such an amazing, amazing thing. Big key to that amazing is, guess what? The week after, what you're launching after the summit. And so when I look back on the things that I learned from Jeff Walker and then the things that the summit did, I said, these are very comparable. The difference is, and here's, you know, here's the first major difference I see, you know, trying to get, sometimes you'll get, you'll get testimonials and it's really, when you're doing the PLCs, you're doing a traditional product launch launch, those PLCs, those videos, they're all you, right? They are all just you talking and showing your knowledge by teaching. But the summit takes it one step further because you're on, let's say you got 20 people or 30. I mean, I had my second edition, I had 45 people, which was too many. But let's say 20 or 30, you had 20 or 30 experts being interviewed by you, you asking them intelligent, curious questions. Every time they see you with one, this another expert and another one, and oh my gosh, he's talking to him. You know, and, and they might not know 19 of the people other speakers, but they know that one. And he's talking to that one. And he's, uh, you know, Ray, he must be an expert because he's talking to that one. And even if they don't know the other people, but they hear good content, then they're like, oh, he's talking to that other person. I didn't know that person before, but they're really smart. They were saying some really good stuff that really interested me. That is a whole kind of a whole new level of 
building authority right before your launch. So you've basically been endorsed indirectly by these 20 or 30 speakers right before you're about to launch your main product or whatever product. It might not be your main one, but it should be probably or one of your main ones. I don't even know. Day to day, I never know what my main product is because I'm always thinking like, God, I should create that. But that's the beauty of it. Now, here's the other beauty of it is, and, and Jeff Walker teaches this, Danny Inney teaches this, I'm taking Danny Inney's course as I'm recording this, that the best courses you can create are basically crowdsourced. They're, you're getting feedback real time on what people need to learn. And I did this at Jeff Walker. I, I learned it from Jeff Walker's course. He calls it a seed launch. Danny Inney calls it a pilot. But basically, you're teaching live and getting feedback in between the live sessions on what people need more help with and what they need less help with, or you know what topics they already know you can skip over you know, or go faster. And so you find out, instead of using what's in your head and your bias based on your knowledge of what people should or need to know, you're getting feedback to teach that course. But a lot of to to do that and just by itself, you kind of need to get some feedback of what that course needs should be beforehand. So that you, you if you're doing it without a summit, you can go out and do interviews and this is one of the things Danny teaches and it's it, you know it's great. It's a, definitely should do this no matter what. But if you've done the summit right, you already have that information because people one of the things we do in our summits is once as soon as somebody registers, we send them an email and say, hey, what's your biggest issue? So for like Book Profit School, it's my best example of my favorite summit at the moment. But my best example, because it's it's basically the same format as Book Profit Secrets, uh, this podcast, is I would say, what's, what's your biggest issue regarding earning more income around your book or around your book? And so they register. So like, thanks for registering. And then four hours later, we send them an email that says, just want to make sure you got the registration email. And by the way, hit reply and just let me know. And by the way, what what are your issues? And people will reply and tell you, and it's amazing. You start gathering that data. Then at the end of you know, the summit, you're going to hear some people, you know, they're, they're like, they'll just hit reply to one of your daily emails about, hey, today's summit's about this. They hit reply. They're like, you know, this, I love this one. And I just I really like to know one more thing. Or at the end of the summit, you say, hey, go to this review form and fill out the, you know, do me a favor. Let me know what you liked, what you didn't like, what you need more help with. And OMG, you got, you've got feedback. And then you can go, like, let's say you have no idea what to do. So you can, I, I encourage this too. If you don't know what your next thing is, you can figure out what it is during your summit. And you can do basically a, a, basically a live creation after your summit. So here's how that would work. So for instance, and I'll, I'll tell you, I'm struggling with this right now because I'm building a course on, at the, at the, by the time you hear this, who knows, it'll be out or whatever, but I'm building a summit done with you workshop, which is kind of the next generation of, you know, it's, there's master classes with all kinds of good tools, or you get on live with a teacher and you're going to learn it. And there's going to be a kind of watch this video component and, and, and do that. But as I was doing my last summit, people started, the, the, the most common trouble that authors were having was about emails. You know, I, I'm, I, I'm trying to figure out how to nurture, I'm trying to figure out how to sell v, with email, I'm trying to figure out how to build a list. And it, it was pretty obvious to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I think people want to need a class on emails. And so, you know, that's my dilemma at the moment is like, which one comes first now? The summit one comes first, obviously, but I know that my list wants an email course. And I don't know if that's a, you know, a full-blown masterclass. It might be something that goes in my Uru TV, which is the course of the month. 
But the point is, there is no shortage of ideas coming from the summit itself. So let's review to this point where we are. The summit is kind of like a a launch formula on steroids because you've concentrated all the authority building with 20 to 30 other people who have authority, and you've concentrated the training over five days. Now, yeah, people might be worn out, but they're not worn out. You're not asking them to start training the day after your summit, you're just asking them to be, if they're interested in, in doing uh, your, your next thing. And your next thing can be, based on what we just said, something you decided that day, right? So I'm going through my summit. Let's say I didn't know anything. This last book, Profit School, I just ran, I didn't know what I wanted to do next. And that's perfectly all right. Now, if you've got something, that's, that's the thing. We, we want to target that. We want to target that audience. We still want to know kind of what audience you want to attract, even if we don't know what we're going to sell them next. And so that's the point here. I talked about this in another episode, but you want to start with the offer that you want to do next, then figure out the audience for that author, then figure out the speakers and so forth. But let's say you don't quite know the offer, but you know the audience. So you could skip that and say, okay, I think the offer is going to be a course or coaching or done for you or a mastermind or something else with this type of audience. But I'm not 100% sure what the offer is. Now, if you got it nailed, if you can nail it down ahead of time, that's great. Let's just say you say, well, I know I want to do a course and I know I want it to be to help authors and entrepreneurs. And then I give my last and then I and I've got my speakers. So I get in the right audience and I've got the niche and book profit schools, the summit. And I'm running the summit. And I don't know. I want to create a course afterwards, let's say. I'm doing an anthology now, but that's could just as easily be a course. I just, for me, it's proven in the timing as I'm launching this anthology now. But if I didn't have the anthology, based on what I just heard in this core, in this summit, and let's say I wasn't planning on doing a summit course either, I got a lot of stuff going on. I get that. And and that's another big thing you got to do is try to not follow all the shiny objects. But based on the feedback that I just had from this book profit school summit I just hosted, I could start sending out emails this week for an email for authors course, some with a fancier name than that. But, and I don't have to have anything done yet. And I'll just, you know, we weren't, we're not going to go into all the details here, but what I want to encourage you to understand is you don't have to have this duck in a row, really. If you've got the ability to live a little loose, and you should do this anyway, because this is Jeff Walker and Danny Any both teach this, is you don't want to create a course by based on what's in your head and what you think they need to learn and what order and how long each module is, you want to co-create it with your first set of students. And you might give them a discount. They're going to get a live training and Q&As and all this other great stuff. And you want even and a discount. And they're going to help you create a course. They're going to pay you to create your first version of your course. And you're going to create a course based on feedback you just got from your summit, which is amazing. So in my case, that feedback would have been, you know, the emailing. So I could start emailing today saying, hey, I am creating a course on emailing for authors because I've seen a huge need for it. And I heard things like, and this is something I heard, I need to get more eyes on my book. I need to get, I need to learn how to nurture properly. I need my email campaigns to sell better. Well, those are all things I could cover in an email course. And those are things people said to me. Those are almost literally direct quotes I heard as a result of my summit. So I can use their own language to promote this course. And then you just, I mean, you can package this a ton of different ways. 
But for simplicity's sake, you would make it a four to six week course where once a week you're going to teach for an hour, hour and a half. And in between each, and you're going to record those. And then later you can chop them up into your, your, your main course and sell that without doing it live the next time. But you're going to get, not only did you do a summit, make money on that, you're going to, and you're going to use that summit, leverage that summit to get paid to create your first course. And by the way, your summit's effectively a product anyway, that you can use again and again. You could sell it again in six months. You could run it again with the same stuff or add some speakers, do some stuff. So you, by the time you're done with this, you've got two products where you started with nothing. And that's why I love summits. They're so powerful because you can you, you, you create the summit, you've got a product. You leverage that summit to launch the next thing, whatever it is, even if you don't have anything and you've got a second product. So for me, I might run five, you know, I might run probably for seven days. I say, look, I'm going to do this pilot. There's a limit of 20 people. Maybe it's going to be $500 or th- normally it's going to be $2,000 or $3,000 with my, well, I'm thinking summit here, but template. But let's say it's it's going to be a, normally it's a $1,000 product or $2,000. I'm going to do it for $500. And this can be any price point you think is appropriate and make sure you're not undervaluing yourself. And, you know, if you get 10 people paying you 500 bucks, you just got paid $5,000 to create a course live and get feedback during the course. So now, like you had feedback during the summit, you got feedback during the course. And so I go and teach the first Monday. Let's say I'm teaching it six Mondays in a row. Monday one, we're going to talk about email list building and how to, you know, why you need it and how to do it. And, and, and maybe I'll, and I'll slightly outline these when I'm selling the pilot. And then, you know, week two, we're going to do this. And then when I actually go to teach Monday, first thing I'm going to do is email people before they show up Monday, a few days early and say, what's your biggest issues with list building and and getting people on your list and and using email? And they're going to send me a bunch of stuff that they need help with. And guess what? I just got my curriculum for that first class. Now I've got my loose outline that I can cover no matter what, but they've probably given me much more important things to cover. And maybe I thought I was going to start with like, okay, put an opt-in in your book. Well, it's like, hey, how does email even work? Oh, good. I need to start a little bit back further. Or no, it's all about this other stuff. Okay, well, we're going to cover a few things and then we're going to focus on all the stuff that came in. I've just added that to my outline for day one. Then guess what? After that first Monday, you send an email the next day. It's like, thanks. The video is going up into your client portal today. And by the way, what, so what did you need to, you know, what did you feel like you still needed to learn? You still need help with from, from day one and tell me, and then, you know, Monday number two, we're going to talk about these things. What are your biggest issues with these? And guess what? They're going to give you the curriculum. Oh, we still need help with the thing from Monday one. And here's the things you asked for Monday two. Now I've just gotten my loose outline formulated for uh, Monday number two. Now you might say, well, you know, how, how, you know, there's, I need to teach things. They might not know what the questions ask. I'm telling you, this is, this is an amazing system. I did this years ago following Jeff Walker's lead. I had a course called Bestseller University. I got five people in at $500 each and every one of them hit bestseller. And the things I thought I should spend time on, they're like, no, 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 we got that. But how does this work? How do categories work? How does the keywords work? How do we, you know, and so they guided me on where I was over talking, you know, or where I might potentially over talk and where they needed more detail. And one of my students, Carrie, uh, she came back. She didn't, she didn't do it right away. She's like, took the course. Three months later, she came back and basically sends me an email and says, like, I just went back and watched the videos again and followed it to a T and boom, hit bestseller. 
And I'm like, that is so rewarding. So when people actually take your class, but you're you're creating a class not by your proximity bias to the topic. You're creating a class based on somebody who needs the class and their level and their the things they need to learn more about and the things that they get right off the bat. They're helping you formulate the class that's as much better for students. And the the ability to take a class live and ask questions, I mean, that's just that's amazing stuff. So that's how you would launch a course or a business. And the same thing goes for coaching. You know, let's just say you started doing weekly coaching. It's the same thing. It's like, okay, you're in the coaching program. We're starting Monday. What do you need help with? You know, you get a list ahead of time. You jump on the call. You make it efficient use. You get off the call. You're like, well, what do you need help with next time? You know, you send a quick email and you've got that prepared. And, and you know, it works the same for memberships. It works the same for even if you're just building an email list or, or anything you want to launch on the back end of a summit. It's it's just amazing. And you can you don't need to have it done ahead of time. In fact, it's better for not just for you, it's better for the attendee, it's better for your students if you co-create it with them live. And this is amazing. This is what can you can really turn, you know, you in from a kind of a publishing a book for a hobby into a business because you use a summit and a launch and basically a summit launch, summit to launch a business. It's pretty incredible. And what you'll find in the end is like, okay, how do I do more summits? And that's when you start talking about building different brands of summits so you can run. I mean, the, the one thing I said to my wife after that very first summit that did so well was, I just need to run, I need to have four four brands of summits. So four basically uh, different topics or different summit types. You know, so there might be book profit school, there might be, you know, book publishing school, or it could, you know, could be any of these. I just need one a quarter and we could live off the premium pass income alone. But you start launching products on the back end of that and doing other things. And man, it is amazing. Summits are amazing. And as you can tell, my my podcasts about summits tend to go on longer than the rest. So that's no mistake because there's they're probably one of the best things you can do as an author and entrepreneur. And, you know, if any of the reasons, you know, if you're just trying to build an email list, you should do a summit. Don't go the slow route. You can get some highly engaged people, thousands on your list, and it's worth it just for doing that. If you want to make connections with other influencers, you should run a summit just for that because it's one of the best ways to connect with people. You're getting on your video and you're, you're, you're interviewing, you're having some chit chat before and after. A lot of, I've built a lot of friendships, a lot of good friendships that way and good partnerships. If you want to earn some extra income and money, you could run a summit just for that, just for the premium pass sales. If you want to launch a product or a business or whatever else afterwards, you could run a summit just for that. But when you put those four things together, it is really a hard, hard method of doing things for your business that it's very hard to beat. So I'll leave it at that. Thanks for joining me. And we will see you next time on Book Profit Secrets. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Book Profit Secrets. You know, Abraham Lincoln once said if he had six hours to chop down a tree, he would spend the first four sharpening his axe. That's what this podcast is meant to do. That's also what we do on our site, our companion site, Ray.fm. So check us out there and sharpen your axe, increase your influence, income, and audience, and we'll see you next time.